Oh my god. Oh shit. Wakanda forever. All right, Mbaku. I'm gonna need y'all not to do that. If any white oh. people get the mic, we're not doing that. <laughs> All right, wasn't that amazing? Give it up again for our dancers. Okay, so I'll be honest. Uh, maybe three thug tears fell <laughs> during that performance. I knew y'all was gonna love it. I said, them people been listening to our trap remix as the intro for so long. So it was just- It's not even the same song. But so you... It don't even matter. It don't even matter. I bet y'all was in here like, yeah. I was so mad I couldn't be out here looking at y'all niggas doing it too because I know it's a couple of motherfuckers like <laughs> all of y'all um wow man well glory it's five damn Apollo years. oh you don't took your coat off hold on let me take my coat off yeah no it's warm as shit up here I think they want you to take it off. <laughs> I won't be doing that. <laughs> well, thank you. This is just what I be talking about with you. You know, it's just like a real life thirst trap with your ass. But it's fine. Thank y'all so much for coming out to the Apollo in the snow and all that bullshit. What is that about? Out of nowhere. The fuck? <sighs> but we're here. We are. Uh, thank you for coming. You're our black excellence. Unless you ain't black, I don't want to confuse you. I don't want you... <laughs> to go back out into the world and then do some dumb yes. shit and then say, well, Kid Fury said no. I was black excellence, so why can't I say it? <laughs> if you're not, we appreciate you. You just regular excellence. <laughs> we fuck with you too. Has everybody seen Black Panther? It's so good. I've heard a sufficient amount of no's. Crystal, you already acknowledged, you know, the after church crew tomorrow, you know? Yes. A lot of people going tomorrow after church, myself right. included. The community knows what time it is. Okay, we get it. No, no need for spoilers. But you had literal weeks. Now, I don't understand. I mean... Niggas love a Sunday matinee. Like, you could have just gone yesterday. 
Anyhow, have a great time. It's a fantastic film, if you haven't heard. Really it's good. slang. The box office already. The other Marvel girls are completely shook. They can't take it. <laughs> These motherfuckers came in. God, I wish I could do the Lupita dance. <laughs> Truly, I wish. Why don't you just... Anyways, all right. Why don't you just go for it? No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You shouldn't have never said it. You shouldn't have never said it. No, no. It's no spoilers. Okay, so there's a part. Do it. I will just say that there is a certain ritual that is happening, and niggas are celebrating. No? You don't want it? Okay, so she says no, so y'all can blame her. All right, we have a show to no, do don't anyway. boo her. What's wrong with you? <laughs> so they're doing the dance, right? They're celebrating Lupita. Oh, yes, Lupita. She had them, them discs or whatever the fuck in her hand. She got down real low and said... That, ladies and gentlemen, is when I felt at Life. home. Yes. That's when I was like, oh, so black. <laughs> anyway, um, all amazing right, so let's begin. Yeah, let's Hurry up to take your ass to the theater. I don't know the fuck you were talking about waiting for it, shit. Uh, oh, also, I'm going to give a black excellence shout out to Arbor Graham. I'm sorry. Like... Now, at first when I watched the God's Plan video, I was a little annoyed. I'm going to be honest with you, simply because I look at God's Plan as, you know, a subtle club jig. You know, you got like a cup in your hand and you just, you know, I just figured it was like a bop. And then I saw, oh, this budget, the budget for this video is 900000 some odd dollars and we gave it all away. And I was like, oh, this is about to be some extreme home makeover, emotional shit. You done changed the vibe of the song whatever he was in miami right your city specifically like uh, a good portion of it i think was at um and uh so just seeing like uh the hurricanes like their logo and all of these kids and him going into like my actual hood especially in contrast with what mona scott is currently doing it was just so refreshing and like it just touched me, and I was holding it together, watching the video, and then this nigga had the nerve to have credits. So I'm like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, with like interviews, and this family is talking about how the, this dude has been looking for a job, these niggas giving away cash in hand, and he's telling this young boy to take care of his mom, and then they show his little white mom, and I was just like, <laughs> Drake is such a good person. <laughs> Yeah, it was really sweet. So thank you, Drake, for coming down to my city and uh, doing all of that. Uh, Drake is no, no uh, stranger to giving back. I'm sure King of Diamonds got a reasonable donation, too. Yeah, that's not all the charity work he did in Miami that week. You, you know he would have tipped them strippers the way, he's, the way he's known to do. But yeah, great job, Wasting Birds Man Money. 
You know he was mad. You know he was mad as hell. <laughs> Fuck Birdman, whatever. So tonight, live um, in our messy segment called Hot Tops and the Bottom on Fire. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> or the Fire Bottom. <laughs> So, See, this is what Charlemagne be talking about. Ridiculous. Why you want to know so much about bottoms? <laughs> Don't start. Here y'all fucking go. So speaking of Drake, um, party, party upstairs, party on the back porch. Party next, party next door. Sir. Is he still signed to OVO? Okay, <laughs> the party next long. door fan knew. <laughs> so party next door apparently threw shade at Drake recently when he tweeted the following, I don't sleep, that's for people with GEDs. Someone responded to that and said, doesn't Drake have a GED? Which I don't even know. But apparently he does. He didn't stop there. Someone retweeted this and said, that moment when you inadvertently diss your own boss's education level. And he retweeted that. Clearly it was intentional shade. So uh, that's all I have to say about that. I mean, I don't understand shitting on people with GEDs anyway. What the fuck is wrong with getting your GED, right? right. And what's wrong with going to sleep? I wish I could go to sleep right fucking now. (laughs) These young niggas are dumb. Y'all gonna burn out and die at 28 and a half because you so focused on not going to sleep, taking all them pills and potions and shit them kids be shooting up. Thank you so much. No, craziness. It ain't nothing wrong with getting a GED. One of my least favorite quotes, actually, of all time is when niggas say, like, uh, sleep, we sleep when we dead, or we go sleep with... Y'all know we don't sleep permanently. I'm going to tell you when I'm going to sleep tonight. <laughs> In three hours. I don't know what's wrong with them niggas. Like, what? what? That's sleep shaming. <laughs> just nothing I don't get it because it's nothing wrong with rest like every doctor will tell you to get some fucking sleep (laughs) it just doesn't make sense and we wake up it's not like we spend weeks sleeping while you get everything we don't hibernate nigga sometimes (laughs) I'm gonna get up in six to every now and then I do wake up and be like May? like what (laughs) when do we pass April like I just sometimes just sleep for as long as possible so, if I can. But you think he did this on purpose? Like deliberately shitting on Drake? Or? He had to have been. Like it was very clear. Like people were saying, hey, so are you talking about Drake? And he just retweeted it. So. Um, okay, well, I guess if the contract is good enough, you so can I say guess what there's you want. trouble in October's very own or whatever. <laughs> I'm trying here. Like, I don't know. I mean, maybe he's upset over this baby mama business. I feel like Odell Beckham Jr. is probably not all that happy either. Just having to share the spotlight. No, Drake has a baby mama. Y'all need to accept it. That story is true. That white woman is his child's mother. (laughs) 
She is, looking the way she does. I can't explain it. It is what it is. Niggas like what they like. To be her, bruh. Right? <laughs> like, to be her. Like, I don't even know. I would just live the most ridiculous, rich, like, stunt woman of a life. I would just do dumb shit. Like, yes. have, like, like some huge black man drive around a motorcycle. And I would just sit in a sidecar with my legs <laughs> open and just holding the baby the whole time. Like, Sounds unsafe. We both got on OVO sweatsuits. Like... <laughs> This is how I choose to spend your money. <laughs> what? I can't wait to read that book. Anyway. Hey, y'all. Listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place, and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like, this could have been easier, okay? We've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas, hiding deep in fine print, or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Hey, y'all, there's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. <laughs> is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment, so let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. Uh, speaking of strange couples, so I spoke on the last episode about Kanye West having a weird uh, Valentine's Day coming to Instagram. What the fuck was thing. that? So Kanye West decided that he was going to post a whole bunch of like paparazzi photos of old couples like from the 90s. Some of the people were dead. Most of the people were no longer a couple. He did this pretty much all day on Valentine's Day for absolutely no explainable reason and then ended the entire photographed rant with photos of him and his wife. So I guess... Um, okay, how did you get in here? <laughs> the account has since been deleted, so he's gone dark again. <laughs> I'm guessing it was just some 
demented Valentine's Day gifts <laughs> to his wife. Like, what do you do as one of them niggas who, like, your photo pops up on Kanye West's page with right. you and your ex that you fucking hate? And now everybody is spending a week talking about that shit because this nigga decided that he wanted to include you in his weird social media pussy gift <laughs> to his nude wife. Like, But when you're married to a Kardashian, big shows of affection on Instagram is how you show love. But I'm saying why I got to be a part of your affection. <laughs> I don't know y'all hoes. I probably don't fucking like y'all hoes. Like, what the fuck? Tupac is like, I'm just up here minding my business. My fucking business. You niggas won't leave me alone. <laughs> First, that terrible movie. Now don't forget this. the hologram. <laughs> white people brought him back for Coachella and shit. Knowing good and damn well, them, them little white children didn't even know who the fuck Tupac was. But he was on stage at Coachella a few years ago. They were like, oh shit, YG's got a video game. <laughs> you ain't shit. <laughs> Do you know who Skepta is? Yeah. Okay, cool. He's dating Naomi Campbell. Whoa. At first it sounded like, okay, never mind. <laughs> but that sound is, anyway. Okay, oh, okay, Naomi, all right. Skepta is uh, too big for your boots, <laughs> right? I don't know, shit. Oh, that's Stormzy. Shit. Um, okay, but anyway. All I know about Skepta is that I skipped that shit that is on More Life. And then he got that song that starts with, I believe it's Drake, going, Trust me, daddy. That's literally all I know about Skepta. But I understand that, like, from where he's from, he's, like, important to people. And I appreciate that. What is it? What do they call rap in... Grind, thank you so much. Random helpful people. He's like a really big grime artist over I in the like UK. I like some. Like there are actually a couple of grime artists I really like. Skepta's not one of them. I know that we have, you know, it's no shit. I just, he's, I don't think he's terrible. I've just never like been a huge fan, but he bagged yeah. Naomi Campbell. So congratulations to him. Right, right. That's great. Um, I feel a little embarrassed because I thought he was the too big for your boots guy. Cool. So now that I'm wrong about that, I can't think of any other songs of his. So, but congratulations nonetheless what is that is it, it? That's, that's the story okay. I thought she threw a phone at him I something. was just like I actually had to look him up to see cause you know the first thing I'm thinking of is this nigga better be fine enough for Naomi Campbell is he who said someone he said right. a, like a stern <laughs> yes like like an absolute decided yes. Good. So I guess I'll just go. I'm not mad at him. He's got like a real hood tattoo across his throat though, which gives me like, like you don't like lotion or. I'd rather the throat than the face though. I can handle a throat tattoo. A face tattoo is where I draw the line. I agree with you. Yeah, you just a little, just you shot a few too many people for me to be comfortable. But the throat, that's all right. I mean, if I had to choose. <laughs> right. You know, sure. If that's what I was working with. But it's not that bad yet. I just picture myself like out at dinners with this nigga sometimes and he's talking to me and I'm just slowly like slipping into focus of this neck tattoo and just thinking about like what was going on. 
What the fuck were you? You were like, I'm going to do my throat. But cool, we'll see how long that lasts. Uh, so let's talk about uh, Idris Elba. Now, this is the thing I've noticed about like black women specifically. I feel like a lot of black women are either still like, oh my gosh, Idris Elba, and I'm so you know disappointed that he actually didn't choose me. And then a lot of black women are also like, that nigga fucked K. Michelle, I'm over it. So I don't really know. You did not have to remind me of that. I have forgotten all about that. I won't forget. Ugh. It really does help ease the sadness and the disappointment of him being engaged. Remembering okay, that if K. Michelle could get that dick, how hard, how hard could it really be? And it just makes you want it less. For me, anyway. Knowing that K. Michelle has been there. I love smart water. Get him. So crisp. But he's so fine. God, he's so fine. Did I tell you about the time I snuck into VIP at a club in Atlanta? You (laughs) did what? Where was I? What's that club in Atlanta? I'm not going to think of it. Nah, but I snuck into uh, VIP and then I pretended to be working VIP so I wouldn't get kicked out. Okay. So I was working the Velvet Row. You had a plan. Letting people in, deciding whether they could come in. Nobody was paying attention because it was New Year's Eve, so the club was a fucking wreck. Great. And Idris Elba walked in with like three or four racially ambiguous, beautiful models. (laughs) And I was just like, just I wanted to just throw myself on him in that very moment but I did not that was it (laughs) I'm currently watching The Office and for the first time like I didn't watch it when it aired so like I'm like right now actually I just got to the part where Idris Elba comes on and he's kind of a dick so that helps me too along with the K. Michelle thing my heart is healing, as if I ever had a chance, but... Right, as if any of us ever had a fucking chance with Idris Elba. I mean, well... But then you look at K. Michelle and you're like, well, bitch, maybe I did. I wonder how her butt is doing. Do what? You know, she took her butt out. I mean, did she, she? Well, she took that butt they gave her out. I try not to think about K. Michelle. I try not to say her name in case she pops up, like... Let her stay wherever she's at. Uh, Cardinal B is trying so hard. Cardi. Cardine. Cardinia. You know you ain't right. Bel Calis. Alaman. Alamanzar. Alamanzar? Alanzar? Alanzar Morning? The point is not her name. The point of it is that Cardi B has been dodging pregnancy rumors for a couple of weeks, I guess, because she, you know, was eating that delicious rice from uptown a lot, and she had a little, maybe a fupa or something, and so people are like, oh, gosh, you've gained a little bit of weight. You must be pregnant. That has to be, like, the most annoying fucking thing ever. Like, I mean, she literally responded by, I just got fat, like, let me fat in peace, which I feel like she should have 
trademarked or whatever. Yeah, she no, be she needs to. Because like, it's going to be on a t-shirt, a hoodie. It has to be already. Keychains, bumper stickers. No, the internet is fast. Right. So somebody's, somebody's already, selling, already selling that merch. But I'm not anyway. pregnant, I'm just eating. Damn. So I guess TMZ maybe last week told some story about her being uh, in Minneapolis or somewhere for the Super Bowl and refusing to be in a party atmosphere and her rep was telling people that she only wanted to drink water. And I'm like, maybe the bitch is hungover or tired or like has been going to clubs for 365 straight days. Or maybe she just don't want to. Maybe her ex is going to be at that party. Maybe she's going to see a bitch she don't want to have to fight. Like, I'm just, you know, that was all straight off the dome. But... This morphed into the bitch is actually pregnant, even though she already said that she's not. So then she posted some picture of Buttercup and said that these niggas were going to make her rage or something. I don't know what Buttercup has <laughs> to do with her. I have a friend who is a Powerpuff Girl stan, and I don't want to like call her out, but I bet Terry could tell us why Buttercup is so scary. <laughs> I feel like she knows. What? No, I think Buttercup really is like a bitch. Like, I think if you, I think she's, you know, she's sweet until you push her. And then the bitch would go crazy yes, on your ass. Oh, so she's, she's We're saying about that the, she's spiritually connected to yeah, that. That's what I got from that. Because don't her man have a Buttercup tattoo? See? It's all connected. Somebody told me after we talked about that tattoo on the show that that was also in relation to her. And I was like, huh? Like, what the fuck? Does that have to do with Cardi B? So because this girl... <laughs> I'm just blown away by niggadom because it's like... For whatever reason, she just feels super connected to this cartoon character, so much so that after you cheated on her with 13 other Dominican bitches, that you were like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to put Buttercup on the side of my neck in tribute to you. Oh, no. And then I'm going to go fuck some other bitches. <laughs> anyway, so she recently posted some shit on Instagram. Her friend posted some shit on Instagram with her uh, in just a bra and sweatpants, and she's got quite a flat stomach, and they're saying that this is her uh, clap back at all of the girls trying to say that she's pregnant. I just feel like pregnancy rumors in general are like the dumbest kind of fucking rumor because bitch, you have to go have a baby or not. Like, So if people are saying that you're pregnant and the person comes and says, I am not pregnant, then I just don't feel, I don't understand why we're still talking about it. Like, like Brandy, for instance. Well, I was going to say, I don't know about Brandy, though. Brandy has been pregnant for three years. No, I'm not saying I think Brandy's pregnant. I'm saying I see why people didn't believe her. I mean, I do, too. But it's like, at this point, if she's got a little stomach out, please, it's like they will still bring it up. Like, damn, Brandy, when you going to have Princess Baby for her? <laughs> Bitch, like... Leave me alone. She either is really enjoying eating, which I connect with as well, and I am not mad at, or she has a condition. Either one of those things are her fucking business. But clearly, if the chick was pregnant, she would have had that nigga by now. That's true. Unless what she if just she tastes like elephants. I was going to say, what if it's like Quinn on Scandal, and she did have the baby, but it's tucked up in a house somewhere? Oh, no, did I ruin it? Oh, fuck. Oh, wait. Hold on. If y'all didn't know Quinn had the baby, then you too fucking late on Scandal, bitch. 
That was three, four weeks ago with y'all late DVR asses. The fuck? Watch the fucking show. Now I'm gonna say this. I would not have done that to y'all, but (laughs) I agree with her. (laughs) That is old news. I don't care. I did it. Damn. Well, it's on Hulu. I mean, you can just go straight home and watch it. She said that like she was on stage. Well, um, if you're looking forward to a baby off card, you can wait. That's the point of that. So before I start talking about Omarosa, let's boo. Thanks. So Omarosa is currently just gasping for breath at this point via a celebrity big brother. And we're using the word celebrity. Ooh, just Kardashian loose, like. Words mean things. I continue to I haven't, to you know, it. given them a, a little sting in a minute. I feel deserved, you know, I feel, it's my fifth anniversary. And fuck them. So, uh, Omarosa is currently, you know, fighting for whatever bit of attention she can get on this program. Uh, uh, Recently had a whole bunch of headlines, including, like, serious news outlets, where she said to, I don't know, Ross Matthews or Hulk Hogan, I don't know who the fuck, like, whoever the fuck is on this show, uh, uh, that we should be... Uh, we should consider like the consequences of Trump being impeached because the real scary villain is Mike Pence. Like, because he is just, he's so crazy and he would be so much worse. Things that we said like a year and a half ago. Way before election night even, like, this was being said, nobody is surprised that Mike Pence is worse than Donald Trump. It would, he's like Donald Trump, but who actually knows what he's doing. Like, not being tricked by the Russians, but like very well aware of the shit that he's pulling off. So I don't know why she thinks that just because they fired her, again, it's not like she came to Jesus and realized she was full of shit. You got fired, and now you're trying to warn the rest of us about how terrible the presidency is. Bitch, you complicit with the rest of them hoes. I'm waiting on Robert Mueller to call your number two. Like, here's the thing. We knew... Oh, keep in mind also that on like the very next episode, I think she flashed her titties. So, just so you kind of have the trajectory of her. (laughs) She makes me so. This is what I heard. You know, I didn't go and look at no Amorosa titty on purpose. Like, why did I look at my titty? And I still appreciate like a good tit. Like, don't get me wrong, you know, like a good reasonable tit, I would have been like, oh, I'm a Rosa tit? What is an unreasonable tit? An I'm a Rosa tit. Like, what do you... Think about how you would feel seeing Amarosa's titties. We can stop titties. right there. We can stop. Unreasonable. Right, All right there. So, we 
you were going to go on this show and start talking about, you know, whatever shit that they had you doing, playing shoots and ladders in a closet or <laughs> solitaire or whatever the fuck they had you doing trying to convince you you had a job. We knew you were going to talk about that. But at the very least, you could have gone on there and said something interesting, something that we didn't already know, something like actually scandalous, like you're saying shit that we have read and talked about like forever ago. And then you're crying about how niggas don't like you. Like, we don't not like you, like we hate you. Yeah. Like so, 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 so much. And you could have actually done this so much better. Like if you were going to do this shit, you could have stormed. You in here talking about like, what else are you going to tell us? Hillary lost? Like, shut up. <laughs> Fucking lunatic. Anyway, Omarosa sucks. That is the point of that. And I can't, I won't be surprised if next she's doing porn parodies or. Oh my God. Don't give her no ideas. Or maybe she'll write a book with Rachel Dolezal. So let me ask you something. <laughs> That's some shit I could see her doing for real. Hell yes, what? <laughs> Somebody, somehow, and I'm realizing now that I didn't get to block this person, somehow a photograph of Rachel Dolezal, it looks like she was going to see Black Panther <laughs> with her family. This is a real picture? It was either a Black Panther screening or like she made her own hair show or I don't know, like she's dressed like a white washed, not even African, like, ugh, God, like if Piers Morgan directed Pocahontas or. Oh no. Did she put her kinky twist but back But then, in? like, I believe her husband and her sons are with her, too. And I'm sure just, like, to be married. them kids, bruh. Let me not talk about people's children. I mean, at least the kids are half black. She's the problem. No, I'm not. There's nothing wrong with the children. It's just the fact that you have to grow up and this woman is your mama. Like, you That's know what true. I'm saying? Like, You're not going to get away from that. Ah. <laughs> you know how I feel? I feel almost like the way... I felt when niggas were telling Drea's son that they would sign his homework for him. It's like somebody has to reach out and just be like, you know, like you didn't ask for your mama. And, and we are here for you. Amen. <laughs> um, can we talk about the Queen's Court? Do y'all know... Okay, some of y'all, the, the faithful. So Queen's Court uh, was a... No, don't say that. It's over, <laughs> sis. The Queen's Court was like a, a, YouTube, a web show uh, featuring uh, T.S. Madison. And yes, I love her. And then this... I'm doing it. A rapper by the name of Kaya from the swampiest of swamps. 
So basically, you know, what they would do is get together on the internet, on live, on Facebook or YouTube or whatever, and just talk shit. And it worked. It was actually something that Kaya had been doing on YouTube and shit for the longest time. But it didn't get as much traction because Kaya is very clearly a hating ass bitch. And so, like, a funny hating ass bitch, but, like, at the same time, it so blatant. Right. Now, the magic of Queen's Court is the fact that Madison is actually funny and polished. And so what she would do, this is my opinion, but I don't give a fuck. I'm the one with the microphone. <laughs> what she would basically do, I feel like the Queen's Court was kind of like the water from a Brita. Okay. Okay? And it's like, Madison was the Brita. Like, she filtered out the swamp water and... <laughs> Gave us something refreshing. Yes, something we could consume. Because basically every time the Kaya would say something absolutely ridiculous or homophobic or transphobic or just ridiculous altogether, uh, Madison would either call her out in a funny way or have some hilarious facial expression. Long story short, the show worked until it didn't. So recently in Monique's I Love Us For Real campaign... We're not giving up Netflix. We're not. I haven't even started Altered Carbon. I haven't even, like, I'm, like, halfway through the fucking office. I have to it's finish never that weird happen. hormone show y'all keep telling me about. The one that I tried to watch, and it was just too much. Which one? With the kids going through adolescence, Big Mouth. Oh, right, 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 right. Thank you. Yeah, I got to finish that. That's your shit. <laughs> it was never going to happen. But either way, um, I think it was actually Madison that you said something or tweeted something to Monique about her coming on the show if she wanted to. And Monique publicly agreed. And it was then that I, I spoke to the Lord. And I said, God, you know, I'm actually like a fan of Monique. And I feel like up until this point, her whole approach to this has been flaming trash like couldn't be worse Monique sucks right now in the game of life at what she's doing if you have it in you Jesus to just stop this from happening like I felt like it couldn't get worse and then she agreed to do Queen's Court where they will very clearly rip her to shreds and then she will say that she loves us for real God please don't don't, don't let this happen. And he did. So, when it uh, came to, I actually didn't watch it because I usually don't tune in. I just watch it when y'all break the clips up and putting shit on Twitter. But, uh, apparently they had some form of technical difficulties and like the laptop was propped up on top of like a, a carafe or something. I don't know. Like, yeah. It just wasn't working out, and Madison was stressed out. Kaya literally got up, grabbed her pocketbook, and left <laughs> in the middle of the stream. She did. And I don't know that they've been back since. So uh, they both did individual YouTube videos, which oddly enough included Funky Dineva for some reason. But 
like in nice ways were going off on each other. Kaya said that Madison had some queens come into the house and set up a whole bunch of footage. She called them punks about 15 times, then went on a rant about why she should be able to say that. It was very similar to why Veronica Vega feels like she should be able to say the word nigga. Trash. But we won't even get into that. You can just go listen to the last episode. It's the same thing, just with Kaya in a different word. But um, Madison basically said, you know, if we were going to, regardless of how you feel about Monique, she's still, you know, someone with, you know, accolades and so on. And they wanted it to be, or she wanted it to be like a really professionally done uh, interview. It just didn't work out like that. So now I guess these niggas have beef. Kaya recently announced that she's going to do her own show called The Gag Order. Oh, uh uh-uh. No. (sighs) Don't even keep it. Like, take it. (laughs) Go out back. Start digging. Very deep down in the bottom. We just don't care, Kaya. Shit on it and leave it there. <laughs> you already did the shit before and it wasn't popping the way that it was right. until you started doing it with Madison. So what the fuck makes you think that it's going to be any differently yes. now? First of all, like, for those of y'all that don't know, Madison's only, like, Madison is doing shit with RuPaul, World of Wonder, like. Because she's, she's working on Star. Yeah, like she's doing like like the after show and shit like that with the star. She knows how to be entertaining and also like where the line is and can tap dance on the line but is also not ignorant as fuck. Kaya is like them old bitches that you really love from the hood that sit out on their porch all day long <laughs> on like a cordless phone. Who are you talking to? Everybody. That cordless phone, not even for talking. You want to know what it's for, for real? Because that lady lived two doors down from my grandma. What is That it? cordless phone is to tap into everybody's baby monitors so you can hear what's going on in the house. Cordless phones and baby monitors be on the same fucking frequency. I'm not even bullshitting you. <laughs> That's her li- How you think them bitches know everything? <laughs> That's her listening device. <laughs> Kaya, when them dreads turn gray, she finna be out on that front porch if she still got one, smoking a clove and listening to what's going on in your house. She'll be smoking a black, a wine one. Cause she's classy now. Anyway, good riddance. Um... I can't wait to see what Madison is going to do next because I actually think that she's talented and funny. Right, right. Um, Kaya, I mean... I really would have never watched Queen's Court without Madison is the thing. Like, when Kaya was writing her scripts down on loose leaf paper and coming downstairs and filming a YouTube video, I did not give a fuck. So, (laughs) yeah, I'm excited to see what Madison does from this point. But I thought they said Queen's Court was coming back in March. Yeah, but I guess not with her. But the thing is, oh. I think they have a show tonight together in D.C., like a live show. Oh. And they both say that they don't have no issues together. But Kaya is always on Instagram leaving comments like, they can keep that messy shit. Keep them punks out your house. <sighs> okay, sis. Well, I hope your neck and your back hold together. Because we'll arthritis is just around the corner back. if it's not there already. So... 
Ambrose has a podcast. Um, Ambrose's podcast is called Love Line. Guess what it's about? Love. It's about sex and stuff. And feminism. Is it really? About, I guess. Okay, I was about to say, what the fuck? Um, no, she has a podcast with uh, this guy, Dr. Chris, who I think is like a sex therapist or something, some. Uh, on a recent episode of the show, uh, Amber said the following. In reference to her younger rapper boyfriend, 21 of the Savages... She said, uh, I sniff his underwear like where his balls are. It smells so good. Now, the only reason I'm, I'm, I'm including this in the Hot Topics is because I had to read it, and so I feel like... <laughs> so fuck the rest of us. Um, she said, it has the smell of their pubic hair walking around throughout the day. Woo! <laughs> what? I had to recreate the woo! <laughs> and then the doctor talks about, like, cortisol levels or something, like, trying to attribute it to science and be like, yeah, well, smelling ball sweat is actually good for your nervous system. Oh, no. Um, I, I am disgusted. <laughs> now let me l listen. I will be, I'll be vulnerable. <laughs> We're with Harlem tonight. Uh oh. <laughs> now, it's not that I don't even like. No. Get it. I would never go out of my way to just pick up my nigga's drawers and sniff them. But maybe I can get, like, the kinkiness of your nigga, like, just coming from playing basketball or something. And being a little sweaty. Not like... Being sweaty and musty are not always the same thing. No, they're not. But remember, 21 Savage wasn't even drinking water when he met Amber Rose. No, see, you won't let me finish. <laughs> What I was trying to say, my disgust comes from the fact that we are having a conversation about 21 Savage's ball sack. <laughs> like, if I were in love, you know... No. It's just, I know it's nothing nice about the smell of his balls. Dick is like, it, it happens to you fast. And... I cannot make promises about my decisions. So you be sniffing your niggas' draws. That's what I'm getting out of this. I have not done that, is what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, I'm not gonna kink shame anybody. Right, okay. But I wouldn't even want to hear a conversation about kissing 21 Savage on the lips. Right. Like, much less his scrotum Ugh. and its perspiration. Right. Not even his freshly washed scrotum, which she probably has to go in there and, and show him. And do herself. Like, right. Lift it up. Pull it back. 
She probably has to show him, right? But his all day long musty ball sweat, his I don't drink water. <laughs> Ugh. I know that nigga not eating no leafy greens. I feel that all that affects. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, she taught him what vegetables were. So anything is going mm-hmm. on down there. And I feel like, especially depending on positions and things like that, like, you know, like it, like the, the way the air comes through sometimes. It's like a wet. She just. I'm grossed. I'm grossed out. I'm be real with you. I feel sick. Well, you know, I feel it is not my plight or responsibility to do anything with 21 Savage's balls. And so, um, good, good job. No, no. The dick must be amazing. That's all I got. There are so many amazing dicks. Listen. No, 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 no. No. There are niggas in here right now and you know you're ruining somebody's life and you're proud of it and you're proud of it and you're okay with it. You know because all it takes is just like two dozen back shots and we're back on track. Like you know what you're capable of. Like dick, good, amazing, world shattering dick. It's all over the place. So Look my at him trying is, to hide trying to sit down low like you don't have to say anything you know what it is you got your hands together right now doing the bird man rub so nobody could see we know like i know you niggas know you know you won't say it out loud you don't have to i'm saying it for you the point is that on a bitch like amber rose level why can't you go get amazing dick from a fuck nigga that's actually like attractive and you don't have to teach him like basic multiplication and like you know, like the food pyramid and the small things, you Tying know, issues. <laughs> the goals and rule and my God, I don't understand. I just get so confused every single one, like to be the girl that is like washing underneath Rick Ross breasts and then, and then just for example, and then still get cheated on. Well, that was a visual. That none of us. I mean, we're already wanted. talking about Twenty One Savage's <laughs> balls. Just saying, goddamn. <laughs> I still feel for Sebastian. All I'm saying is, there are some <laughs> men and women who are with fuck niggas that are dicking them down properly. And when I look at them, I'm like, I get it. You know, like, <laughs> you know, make sure that you pray every night before bed. Get you a journal, bitch. You'll be all right. But it's a slippery slope from there. You start off just fucking him because the dick is great and you're tired of spending the night by yourself. And next thing you know, he's spending the night every night, waking up, playing PlayStation while you on your way to work, coming home, still sitting in the same spot, ain't cooked nothing, ain't cleaned nothing, and you don't care because the dick is good. Y'all end up there two weeks later and then you writing us, Dear Kid Fury and Crystal, I do not know what to do. He keyed my car and my light bill has been over $700 for the past three months. He eats all my baby's cocoa pebbles. My baby's getting really pissed. 
Um, he called my mom a little bitch, and <laughs> but I love him. <laughs> just give your opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Like, just at least if you're going to have a nigga ruining your life with well, good day. <laughs> At least don't let it be a nigga that you have to remind him to clip his toenails or like, you see, you know, like, how much are you expected to bear? You feel me? Like, a straight women put up with a lot. Shout out to y'all. Y'all are the real MVPs out here because I don't know how you do it. Bottoms, versatile and otherwise, do too. Okay, we'll rep your set. I'm not speaking up from, I'm just saying, y'all can sit there and act like you ain't, you ain't got like, mm-hmm. You know Sebastian is tired of sounding out words for 21 Savage. You know he tired of breaking shit down syllable by syllable like, God damn it, Sav. I gave you these flashcards you had all week. Nigga, if you don't give me my fucking iPad back, it says, Sam, I am green eggs. Fuck. It's been half an hour, 21. Sebastian gonna put one of them real passcodes on the iPad where you gotta type shit out and fuck 21. See, ain't never getting back in that bitch. Spell beautiful, one, two, three. I'll wait. You ain't never logging on my shit again. <laughs> Using up all my data. <laughs> Let's start with the basics, 21. Spell lose. Nope, that second O doesn't go there. All right. That second O is a tricky bitch. Gets a lot of y'all. So, mom, this is your problem. I'm actually done. You know, it's only so much I I tried. He simply cannot read. All right, so we're gonna move on. That's just about, all right, this is a live show and hot topics before we go to the next segment. I usually give y'all an opportunity to call out anything that we did not cover in terms of pop culture that you wanna hear us talk about before we move forward. So real quick. Not Black Panther, girl. Everybody ain't seen it. <laughs> we discussed this. Kylie who? All right. Minogue, is she back? That's Travis Scott problem. Anybody? Oh, married to medicine. Dragons. Drag race. All right, thanks so much. Yeah, this no, was that great. did not work. That did not work at all, but yeah, thank you all work. for trying. Well, all right. Thank you so much for uh, your vocal participation in whatever it is that we just tried to do. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay. If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. 
With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Um, so what's going to happen now is then we're going to move on to our question and answer period before we hand it on over to our lovely friends. Um... I just want to ask you niggas to keep it. Actually, you know what? We're actually at the fucking Apollo. First of all, rub that wood. Rub that wood. Rub that wood. Rub that wood. Bitch, this is so smooth. I don't know who y'all thought y'all were to come out here and I don't not rub let it the go. wood. I completely <laughs> forgot. Um, so... Don't do that. Oh, don't encourage him. Now, you know what? Since we don't have a lot of time, I'm going to kick it to Dustin first, and I'm going to travel up above because okay. the lighting is so good. Cool, cool, cool. Since okay. we're at the Apollo Theatre, okay? Let me say this. Oh, well... Typically, I give a quick disclaimer, and I ask... For y'all to be respectful of the people who are asking the question, we need to be able to hear it in order to respond. Um, If you're gonna ask a messy question, we encourage that. (laughs) Um, But since we're at the Apollo, I'ma let y'all do whatever the fuck you want. So, (sighs) we'll see how Harlem acts. If you feel the spirit of uh, boo past the mic in you. That's up to you. I'm just going to let Apollo do what it naturally does. Oh, but Lord. don't feel afraid to spill your I guts. I was going to say, now everybody is scared, but... Oh, it's all in good fun. Okay. All right, who's first? Dustin. Uh, I think this young lady is literally climbing out of the, the road right to say something, sis. Somebody like- that liquor must be hidden. <laughs> What's your name? Jasmine. What's your question? Hi, um, so I have, I have, I made a gift for you guys, uh, and I can give it to you Thank in a minute. Thank you, Jasmine. But I have a Thank fun you. question, because um, you guys have known each other for five years, so is there, well, little... probably a little bit more than that, yeah, but is there something that you guys didn't do before you met each other that because of your influence on one another, like you do now? Make money together? We didn't do that before. <laughs> We travel a lot together. And like, I mean, like, like, me. is there something that you say now that, like, you didn't do? Or, like, like you play video games now a lot more. So. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh. Like, something like that. No, he doesn't. 
Thank you for answering it for me, though. I You're pay right. attention to. I pay attention to what's going on. Uh, the three times I watch football out of the year. <laughs> Football and video games. That's what we got. Okay, well, I have a little thing I made for y'all. It's not tea, but it's, it's like a little, I made like a little thing. So if you want to. Gifts Thank are required. Thank you so much. They're appreciated. Thank you. Y'all are right. Y'all paid for tickets and then you brought presents too. It was just not necessary. But thank you so much. Woo! Oh, it's like a frame. Oh, I'm not. That's so sweet. I'm not getting up again Ooh, in the stress. These bones. But thank you. Aw, this is our picture. Oh, your shirt says Wakanda forever. Wow. Y'all have all loads of talent. Thank you again. All right. Who's next? Let's go right here. Okay. So hi. That cup. Hey, girl. Hi. <laughs> So real quick before I ask my question, I just want to say that I am that black mother with the leash on their child. I, had... I told you. I told you, you need leashes sometimes. Listen. These kids are fucking crazy. Listen, my two-year-old was a fucking maniac. <laughs> I know I it, girl. I know it. explaining to her father any bumps and bruises, so I leashed her ass up. You know what? I did, and I'll do it again. I get it. Um, I ain't even mad. I get it. So that being said, um, I know I listened to podcasts be before you guys, and I don't remember, like, big tours. I don't remember merch. I certainly don't remember, like, international tours and things before you guys. Um, I kind of liken you guys to pre-bow-down Beyonce. And, right? My and, goodness. Yeah, but that's where I am. Um, and I know, like, sir, we're waiting for you to step into your, your post bow down or your bow downness. So my question is, when are you guys going to allow yourselves to step into your like bad bitch, we're here and fuck everybody else. Bow down, bitch. I have an answer. My apologies if it wasn't clear. Oh, I'm well aware of what I've got going on. I'm not sure what you mean by that, but thanks for asking. Asante! Hey! Okay, Apollo. Bitch, it's two balconies. Damn, yes, bitch, it's two balconies. Your girl has been working the stairs. Um, go ahead and stand up, tell the people your name and your question, and if it's whack, I will walk away, okay? Um, hi, my name is Prince. Uh, um, hi. <laughs> uh, first off, I'd like to say I love you guys. Um, I also saw you in London, and you skipped right over me. I, I'm like, you're starting terribly. You're starting terribly. Um, so, okay. Uh, so, 
Here's my question. Um, I've kind of been seeing this guy for two years, and... Um, <laughs> What's wrong with him? So yeah, it's a mess. Um, so we've been seeing each other for two years and the last year of that has been long distance and he's kind of gone off of the rails. And oh, but well, let okay, him ask well, the question. Let him ask the question. So he's um, here now actually, not with me. He's, um, he's at my house waiting. He's kind of pissed that I came here without him. Um, but I made these plans when we were like on a break, so I was like, I'm gonna be here. He flew from Sydney to see me, so, um, yeah, he's like at my house. Um, okay. My question is, we are kind of sticking together because we keep on breaking up and we're like, love keeps on bringing us back together, but oh, it's... Okay. Don't you start. Okay. So you asking... Right. We are not going to ever be in the same place within... So what is it that I should do? Because I... We actually have merchandise that says break up with him on it now. You don't have to actually... Like, I'm not saying that as, like, you know, go buy some. I'm just letting you know, like, you know, it's like a way of life. Also, um, if you keep breaking up, that means like, y'all not working, like ever. And you should probably try something else. And maybe that will work. Like it doesn't make any, love can happen from so many different ways. And, and you can love somebody from like far, far away. And you can also love a person and never see or speak to them again on purpose. You know what I mean? I can love you and I can also let you go. So go back to Sydney or wherever I like it was that. And, and stay there forever. Or, or not, but just stay away from me with love. <laughs> Amen. You've been listening to Oprah them Super How old Soul are you? Conversations. 27. Huh? 27. Um, okay. The era. Got it. Yeah, leave that nigga alone. Yeah, let, let him, him go. Him right back Just let him go. Y'all ain't never gonna be in the same city. It's no point in stressing yourself. I mean, what's the fun in that? But I mean, he did fly all the way from Sydney, so you might as well get some dick now. I mean, if you don't do that, you ridiculous. Don't waste but the I dick mean, at your house. <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> right, right. All right, Dustin, who have you got? Hi, um, I'm so glad to be here. I just want to thank you sincerely from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for these last five black ass years. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. You guys have gotten all of us through some dark, depressing years these last five years. And I want to th say thank you from the bottom of my heart, especially me, because I've been going through a little bit of a depression these last five years. And your humor and your surgical reads, just precision, <laughs> have been like... Amazing. Surgical, sweet Just nice. surgically precise. <laughs> Thank <laughs> anyway. you. Thank you anyway, so much. My question is, um, with the release of Black Panther and this renewed interest in like everything Afrofuturist, I actually ended up doing my Ancestry.com kind of uh, um, saliva test. Right. Yeah. Got all my results, and I wanted to find out if you guys have ever thought about doing that, or if, or the uh, I guess I the literally just got the kit like last really? week. Really. 
Really? So, I, I did mine a couple years ago. I wanted to also know about your take on the ethical ramifications of the, of the actual information. Like, what is it that if black people start doing this... What? Like, ethically, like, if no, we all... I did not hear what you said. Yeah, no, I literally okay, didn't so hear the question. Okay, so ethically, if, if these companies start having all of the black information from the saliva, ethically, what do you think that that would... Okay. All right. Okay. okay. So... I take it back. Everything I said before the questions about... Like, we're not going to do that tonight. <laughs> because, A, I got to actually be able to hear to respond to these questions. And, B, y'all niggas are going to be mean. So... Keep it together, unless it's maybe a breakup with him or punch that bitch in the face. <laughs> Deal? Cool. So, I don't know what you just said, but we love y'all for real. <laughs> All right. So, I did, Asante? I did do the ancestry test. I found out I'm like 66% Nigerian. I was very hype about that. Yes. Went and ordered me a flag. <laughs> And then some white and others random. It, it was mostly Nigerian. Other parts of Africa also, but the overwhelming majority said Nigeria, some so I was white. very hype about that. Some was white. Can you see me all the way up here? Who's can next? Can you see me all the These way lights, up here? I, I literally can't see shit. Can you see me all the way up top? Cause okay, we're the Apollo, them. Apollo. Sorry to y'all that are down there that are like, what? But that was a cute song. Um, uh, yeah, go ahead, put on your, your, your shades, get a good look up yonder. There you are. You right in front of the fucking light. Say no hey, wonder. Apollo. Ow. Thank y'all for coming. All right, uh, I have another question. I have another couple of questions. Actually, this is my last question, and Dustin's supposed to do his last question. We wish we could do this segment so much longer with you guys, but, uh, you know, Apollo's supposed to be here, so go on ahead and ask your question. Stand up. Uh, tell the people your name and your question. Hi, my name is Jay. I'm, I'm from Queens, New York, so repping Queens. Woo! Um, I just want to say I'm a big Uber Uber fan. I do have a question. I just want to tell you guys I really do appreciate the laughter you brought to my life, because I'm, I'm super introverted. So just like Kid Fury, I relate, and you guys make me like laugh at 3 a.m. in my room all alone. My mom is like knocking on my door like, boy, what are you doing? It's 3 a.m., go to sleep. But anyways, I just have a quick question. Um, bodega. I appreciate you guys about the episode about the bodega cat, because like my whole family, I'm Middle Eastern. That's how we make our money. That's how we make our living. I'm one of seven kids. So I appreciate oh, that, you know, you repping us with the bodega. I just want to say, what do you guys get, like, your top favorites when you go to a bodega? Ooh. Mm. Mm. Ooh. You mean, like, sandwiches or just items to purchase? So Either or. Nigga. Any any of them. Let me tell you what I survived off of maybe, like, the first two years of living here. Chopped cheese. Or I would get like a, um, depending on whether or not the sun was still up, I might get like a, a bacon, egg, and cheese on like a, yep. maybe on a bagel or like something just oh, toasted. I get mine on a roll. Then I would get like one of them Tropicana's, that orange pineapple if they had it. <laughs> I used to fuck up them hot chews. I would get every flavor of haichu that they have. You know, I never had a haichu until I moved here. Right, me either. I think it's a northern candy because I never <laughs> saw it all my life. 
It is definitely not. But it's I've so never... good. It's like a cross between a Starburst and a Now Later, but not as intense in flavor, just in consistency. It's good as fuck. It's a good candy. Um, and incense. I'm always in the bodega for incense. <laughs> So shout out to you and your family for keeping the heart of New York City alive. And Absolutely. fuck them I, white people for I love trying you to guys develop an app. <laughs> I love you guys. Thank you. Love Thank you. you. Dustin, who you got? Hi, my name's Chanel. Um, I'm from D.C. Um, I have a question. Hold on. Well, can't hear not one thing. I'm sorry. No, I it's. I don't think it's a, not your fault, girl. <laughs> about a coworker. So there's a young girl that works with us a couple of my friends are here. And she's a young black girl, so I try to do the sisterly thing, but how do you tell someone that they literally have a stench? Yes, been here before. Like a vaginal stench. Is it like a female? It's not like a, but it, it, it's, it's like a mix of like mothballs. Well, she Some, might just stay with her great-grandma. eating. No, it no, ain't no, nothing no. you can do about that. No, she doesn't stay with her grandmother. She has her own apartment, but we all try to do like the, I mean, it's like literally like a topic around the office. And I, and I, I do feel bad at this, like, I, I don't know what to do. So I didn't know if you guys had any advice. Hmm. Well, so when I was in college, one of my roommates had a very bad vaginal stench to the point where strangers would come in the apartment and be like, <laughs> Yeah, it was that bad. And so finally one day, it just was that bad. And so uh, finally one day we sat her down as friends. I think we did. They'll text me and let me know if I got this wrong. But I think we all sat down together and were like, Jackie, not her real name, sweetie. Like, I don't know if you need a Clorox rinse. I don't know if this is something that requires, I it feel like a professional needs to get involved. Now these were, we were friends with this girl, so we could kind of be like, ha ha, bitch, your pussy stink, but for real. <laughs> but you could like say that with like a LOL, but like mean it. <laughs> with a coworker, I think if, if y'all are having like generalized office conversations about personal hygiene and she's still not catching the note, is it, is it possible that she cannot, like not even trying to be a bitch, can she afford no, personal hygiene products? She makes good money. She makes pretty, she makes pretty decent money, like seriously. Damn. And she's not It's not a cultural thing. I'm gonna be honest with you. Just don't say any, I mean, it's like, leave it. Like, I know where she's been, like after she's Damn. been. It, it is very pungent, but. Damn. I wanna be, I wanna be, I wanna be a friend. Like a, a big black sister. Right, I know. Okay. You don't want to like, shit on hey, the other the, black girl at work, right? Yeah. I get that. So. But it's difficult because it is a workplace environment and there's only so much you can say before somebody can be like, okay, bitch, I'm going to HR because that was harassment. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I feel like, I don't know. It's, it's the kind of thing where you have to address it delicately, but there's no way to tell somebody right. that they have a body odor that's not going to hurt their feelings. Yeah. I probably, if it is like a vaginal thing, I just, I wouldn't say anything because I'm male. And I just feel like, I just feel like it has to be like, 
I don't know. I feel like if I were a woman, I wouldn't want a nigga coming up to me, even trying to be nice. You know what I'm saying? You don't have that issue. So if I were you, I feel as though, you know, I would take her into, I'm sorry. I'm still laughing at <laughs> One time a nigga walked in and said, what's that stench? And I had to go in my room and close the door because I was crying laughing. He would not let it go. What is that stench? Nigga, it's Jackie. But we can't say that. So wait, she didn't realize they were talking about her? No, I don't think she knew. And she was fucking niggas all the time. And none of them ever brought it up. Of course they didn't. Anyways. Woo. I would, if I were you, honestly, do you, like, care about anything about this girl? I like, mean, I'll, be, I'll be honest. I tried in the beginning. I don't try as much as my other coworker friend over here. You mean, when you say try, try to say to, something to her? Just talk to her about, like, hygiene and, like, oh, like, who does your hair? What do you, how do you do this? Do you wear perfume? Do you like, like just making casual conversation? But. I think that you, hard. honestly, I'm not saying you should do this. I'm going to say what I would do if I were you. And that is to pull her into the nearest break room, conference room, whatever, me and her. And I would blatantly say to her, you have a, a stench that it's distracting to the work environment. <laughs> It is actually like, it is impeding on my, you know, ability to do my work. Furthermore, furthermore, people are talking about it. Yeah. Like behind your back, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would say now, if she got upset at me for saying that to her, I could, like, I can't imagine me feeling bad. Like, first of all, bitch, you stink. Like, I have to smell it. So, period, like, you're already accosting me because I have to sit here and smell something I don't want to smell. So that's one. Secondly, I'm trying to do you a favor because people are talking shit about you and you don't know anything about it when you could probably, when you could most likely do something to prevent it. I'm trying to help your funky ass out. So, if you get upset at me, I can't see how anybody would say that that is, like, reasonable. You mean, you know what I'm saying? And, like, what are you going to go and complain to HR that I said that your pussy stink? Yeah. HR will know your pussy stink before you say anything to them. So... You can tell he don't work no nine to five, nothing corporate. He don't never have to go and follow no corporate rules. What I would do, in all honesty, is type up a note so that the handwriting can't be traced back to you. Wait, you can't tell your coworker they put this Very, no, you cannot. Very kindly, like a kind note, like, I'm coming to you from a place of love. You have an odor, we can all smell it. And then give her like a small gift basket of real scent-free soap, deodorant, stuff like that. She has a good job. Fuck am I buying her Dove for? I'm just saying, that's how I would do oh, it. I no. would I would inform her anonymously that there is a problem. Right. And then I would provide, maybe she needed some, some Diflucan or some preparation age or some, I don't know what kind of shit age. needs to go in the gift basket. But a gift basket of like items that she can use to get her started on her hygienic journey. Good luck to you. <laughs> Thank you for asking. 
All right. You would take your ass down to CVS. I damn sure would. And buy another For a bitch. black girl, yes, I would. A white bitch, I would just be like, sis, oh, you had the to fuck make is this? Wakandan. You smell like a three-day-old tampon. All right. <laughs> right. Just the thought is disgusting. For a black girl, I sure will go to Dwayne Reed and use my little points on some travel size stuff for that girl. Yes, I will. You know what? This is why y'all are the most powerful force on earth. That's why. <laughs> that is love and sisterhood. Because I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> no. Now we're going to move on into the read. So, Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'm going to go first because I don't really have much to say. Um, I just want to shout out MTA for being some really negligent pains in the asses. Or rather, a pain in the neck. Now, MTA is trash regardless. Like, we all, we get it. We get it. Everybody who's ever been in rush hour is like, oh my fucking God. Y'all raise the cost of this Metro card every six months and I still got to deal with the same bullshit. It smells like piss. The rats are everywhere. You can saddle their asses up. I get it. Like, we all hate MTA. Them niggas be having delays for no reason. How are you delayed? Why is the three train delayed at 1.30 on a Wednesday, girl? For what? What's happening here? I do not understand. Some of you, depending on where you live in Queens and Brooklyn, your train only come every 20 minutes any damn way. You got to time your shit just right or else you're going to be late. So anyway, the general fuckiness of the MTA is well documented. But this morning, I was on my way to exercise because I figured that would be a good way to start this pretty stressful day. And about two blocks away from my apartment, an MTA bus came crashing into the lift I was in. Yes, it sure did. And tossed me across the back seat. My forehead hit the window. And then I just kind of fell out on the um, back seat. She's getting paid. I am not thinking about getting paid, but shout out to Alex Rago, our white manager, who <laughs> called me in the ER and she was like, are you okay? We are getting money. I agree. Said, yes, white women are so litigious. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You need a white woman who don't take no shit, who don't take no shit. But anyway... So, um, I was just laid out in the back seat of the car, and my first thought was y'all. I said, if I am, well, I mean, not you individually, I don't know you, but as a collective. I said, if I am so fucked up that I can't go to this show tonight, Lord, these people, some of y'all done flew in. So, right, so thank you so much to all of you who... <laughs> sacrifice the way she you said did. yes we did this shit was in a car accident i just want you to rest assured i did not plan to get in a car accident this morning i did not want a bus to hit me <laughs> but my first thought was that maybe i was not going to be okay enough to do the show and that was really fucking scary um because i was in harlem i chose not to go to harlem hospital that's right and the Lyft driver asked me if, if he wanted me to, um, or if I wanted him to call an ambulance for me. And at first I said yes, and then I thought, no, they're going to take me to Harlem Hospital. They won't take me where I want to go. It's not like Uber. 
and I don't really want to spend $1,500 on a nine-minute ride. So I got out the broken lift, took pictures of everything, of course, once I got myself together. It took me a while. But uh, got out that lift, called an Uber, went over to Mount Sinai like a bitch with some sense. And was in and out of the ER in two hours because y'all know good and goddamn well you can't do that at a Harlem hospital. But anyway, um, you know, I was, I was honestly terrified because my neck hurt really fucking bad. My head was killing me. Even now, if I like try to turn it too fast. I mean, this was literally like 12 hours ago, so it's still a bitch. But uh, thankfully, at no point did I pass out or get sick or anything like that. So they told me, uh, you know, probably no bleeding on the brain. So you should be okay, but the ER doctor said, I just want to make sure that what's most important for you right now is to go home and rest all day. Don't move, don't lift a finger, don't do anything, and just relax. Very sweet Asian lady. I said, well, girl, I said, I have a sold-out show tonight. And she said, I understand, but you should really cancel. I said, girl, it's at the Apollo. She said, oh. She said, in that case, I'm going to give you some of them big ibuprofens. I'm going to get you some muscle relaxers. Rolling And loud. you can do your, your show at the, since it's at the Apollo, you can go. <laughs> you can do your show tonight, and then after that, I want you to take your ass home. So, thankfully, all of that has been squared away. Uh, Asante came to the hospital, helped me get my shit together, and help me get my prescriptions and all that. But I just wanted to say again, of all the daily fuck yous that we all say to MTA, on that fucking train, and it's just like, how do y'all not, you have so much money. Anyway, a special hearty fuck you to MTA this morning for putting my life, especially, but other people's lives as well, um, at risk. And Because if, if it really... If it had truly been that bad, then there would have been nothing I could do but cancel the show, and then all y'all would have been mad, and then we all would have been trying to sue MTA. So, I don't know what they have to do over there to get their shit together, but something needs to change. It don't need to be one more goddamn fee hike without those of us who take the trains and buses and all that shit every fucking day seeing a real difference in our experience. It makes no sense. And... That's all I got. You niggas better drive safe. I'm done. That was the first thing I saw when I got up this morning. It was this text that was like, so I just got a car in an accident and I saw two letters ER. And I was like, okay, so this is what Saturday is giving us. All right. Are you good? Yes. Great. Like, what the... F and then I look out the window, snow. And it's like, so the devil is like really... <laughs> First, he's trying to kill he my friend. He didn't want us to be great today. He did not want us to be great today. We were fantastic. Well, you know, we made it anyway. Thank you so much, friend. But a bitch neck do hurt. All right. So for my read, first of all, I want to say that um, we can queue up this video situation that we were going to do. Now, I was going to, like, paraphrase a lot of what happened here. Um, but I don't want to do that. I want to be very specific what will happen. So I'm going to be reading two anchors uh, from WGN Chicago. They are named Robin Baumgarten and uh -oh. Larry Patash. Uh, they were interviewing an Iranian-American fashion blogger named Hoda Katabi. 
Watch what happens. Go ahead and you can play the video whenever you're ready. Let's talk about nuclear weapons. Okay. Our, our, our viewers, <laughs> some of our viewers may say, we cannot trust Iran. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? I mean, I don't think we can trust this country. I mean, what has this yeah. country done to the majority of the countries in the Middle East? You know, like, I, I don't think Iran's having nuclear weapons. I'm a pacifist. I don't, I don't believe in violence. Um, but also, when we look at the legacy of imperialism and um, colonization in the Middle East, and we see the legacy of this country and all of the violence that it has not only created, but also created the capacity for, um, a lot of these weapons in the Middle East are completely brought in by the United States. A lot of Americans might take offense to that. You're an American. You I, don't yeah. sound like an American when you say that, you know what That's I mean? That's because I've read, you know, yeah. and I think that it's really important that we look beyond sort of these, these really simple narratives that we're told, whether it's about Muslim women, whether it's about the legacy of this country, and knowing that this country literally was built on the backs of black slaves and after um, the genocide of indigenous people. And I think there's a lot that we can be proud about, but I think that we shouldn't let that sort of blindsight us for the reality in the situation. Well, you can check out Hoda's blog at jujuazad.com and you have a fashion show Alright. Look, she didn't know what the fuck to do with that. Alright, so just really quickly going over what just happened. This woman, Robin Baumgarten, and this uh, man, Larry Patash, were interviewing this blogger, Hoda, and what hap fashion blogger, I'm sorry, thank you. And she was supposed to be there to discuss her book, Tehran Street Style, her fashion blog, Juju Azad. First of all, I, I, like now I'm kind of kicking myself because I wish I would have included the beginning of the interview when they were actually like uh, introducing her because like it was so first of all the man sounded like he was so bored and like like couldn't have possibly he it was like he was getting ready to watch paint dry there was no interest at all in his voice and then this woman like emphasizes the pronunciation of her name and then was like oh help me out here how do you say the blog's name it was so like condescending uh. full of microaggressions and this girl sat there so like elegantly and classy and just did her interview. That was towards the end of the interview. So what happened is, out of nowhere, uh, Larry decides to ask her about nuclear weapons in Iran. This girl's not a fucking political analyst. She's a fashion blogger. She came here to talk about fashion blogs. But what y'all did is you brought her, her here specifically because you see, first of all, that she's popping because she's popping. And you're thinking, ooh, let's have our white asses bring in this girl. She's clearly Muslim American. She's got her hijab and all that stuff. Let's talk about this because, you know, colored people doing normal people things is just so festive and interesting. <laughs> and so you bring her in there because of that. And then knowing that she's Iranian-American, you challenge her on, like, her, her ethnicity, her culture, her actual people, as if she is supposed to sit here and be like, well, fuck Iran and, and all of them and whatever, because I'm from, from, first of all, she's from Oklahoma. My girl! We're at in Oklahoma. I don't think they said in the interview. Oh, I'm gonna find it. Because if she very... went to Booker T, nigga, I 
will stand forever. She was very clear about all of the same shit you've said about Oklahoma, it being conservative and My white friend, and thick as yes. fuck, and her experience through all of that. So they know what the fuck is going on here. You're challenging her, like, to basically shit on her own, like, culture and people. And she gave you not only, like, the right response and, like, an educated response, but a response that you weren't prepared for because it's the actual fucking facts and why people like yes. you refuse to delve into actual yes. fucking facts. You don't want to hear anybody actually call out that, like, what I was going to say, and this is why I chose to have a video played, is that her response was essentially saying... Uh, fuck out of here with all that America shit because why the fuck should anybody over there trust y'all? All y'all do is colonize and take people's shit and kill motherfuckers and bomb motherfuckers. I don't give a fuck about any of that shit. I was just born here, nigga. Like, get the fuck out. But you see, she said it so much better than that. So she gave you, like, a real, honest answer and her, the Robin's white-ass response to that was, um, well, people would say maybe you don't sound very American. You know, you're from here. And I don't think y'all heard her response, but the thing that, the first thing she said back to her was, well, that's because I've read. Like... I don't sound American because I read books. <laughs> that's a damn shame. <laughs> Like, you're so white and ignorant and completely oblivious to the fact that, like, to, like, the power in, the, in, in you accusing this very visibly Muslim woman of not being or sounding American on TV. Like, you're just trying to, again, further this divide. In that case, why the fuck did you even invite her onto your dumbass show in the first place? She already lit. She's already popping. She's got a fucking book and a fashion blog and a design collective for immigrants in Chicago. She's good. And clearly is much, like, way better like well read and well like educated and just on a completely different level than you when it comes to thinking and speaking and just being a human being and she got you together so well that they were like visibly like uncomfortable yes. and pissed with the fact that she didn't slip up she wasn't confused she didn't stutter or gag she responded to your question with class and with dignity and gave you the fucking my nigga Donald Trump is the president of Don't the United States us. of America. If you can't right now say that America has got some shit <laughs> that it needs to fix immediately... I don't know what the fucking problem right. is. What's the problem with her saying the truth? Like, you really want me to be like, oh, no, nah, fuck my people, dog, because, <laughs> you know what? And while I'm at it, fuck Colin Kaepernick. My nigga, fuck, like, LeBron James. My nigga, fuck Jesse Williams. That nigga too light anyway. Like, Trash. So fuck them is all I'm saying. Like, shout out to Hoda Kotb. Mate, like... Keep your fucking feet on their necks. Yes. <laughs> like, that, was, that just brought me so much glee and so much joy because watching people of color, especially women of color, gag white people on TV is like it doesn't my get favorite old. pastime. It doesn't get old. It's honestly the best. Sometimes I just, you know, when I'm feeling mighty low like Miss Sophia, I just Google, like, epic reads. Um, and that was one of them. And last but not least, I really want to talk about um, 
a young cyst by the name of uh, Lil Pump. Abscess, boil, whatever. Little Pump is a rapper. Um, you may have heard the song Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. That is him. Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. <laughs> I think there's about 13 more of them, but... <laughs> so, he was recently arrested uh, for, I think, like, possession of a firearm, firing a weapon in your house or something like that, and then, like, weed. Here's what happened. This little nigga who I think is, like somewhere between 17, 19 years old, a white Latino boy, called the police in the afternoon from his home in San Fernando Valley. He told the cops that three black men were attempting to break into his house and that they were firing through the door. Now, the reports that I read said the police, when speaking to him, or the dispatcher or whatever, they already thought that the story sounded weird when they got to the house there were no black men present but Lil Pump was in his home alone very clearly high off of his ass when they uh, inspected the bullet hole through the door they determined that the gun was very clearly shot from inside of the house wow and then they locked this nigga up Oh, amen. Not only, like, he went to juvie. Like, he didn't even, <laughs> like. Trash. So I just wanted to say fuck Lil Pump in a lot of the similar ways that it's fuck Veronica Vega because he is also from Miami, apparently. You are also very clearly not black. So the fact that you and this very dumb, repetitive song fine it's done whatever it, it's done and you've been able to i guess make enough money that you have a house in san fernando valley whatever the fuck that means at whatever age which i feel like rappers below the age of like 21 should be required to have like an intense course of like i don't know mental stability home training or mm -hmm. something because we, given that much money and drugs at that age and having no structure, you do dumb shit like get yourself arrested for shooting at nothing in your own house <laughs> and calling the police on yourself. Anyway. <laughs> you have been able to make whatever rounds in hip-hop culture being white. And not only that, but you have gotten like, again, I've said like these you can't really name a white rapper that has had any form of success without a black cosign. Every single one of them have. And so Lil Pump has got like features with like Gucci Man and 2 Chains and like some other rappers that I don't blame them for nothing. You'd get in your money, whatever. But like you are validated by the cosign from us. Right. Because it is still a culture that we created and we like are the tastemakers. We are really the ones who are like guiding these. And really all of y'all are little Gucci's anyway. But the point is that you will like align yourself with black people and black culture because again we're lit we're fun whether it's hip-hop blacks or doctorate blacks or blacks in hair and fashion we're just cool right 
We can't help it. You know what I'm saying? And maybe you're cool too. But if you want to be like black cool, know your place and be respectful. Yes. Three black niggas in San Fernando Valley could have got shot the fuck up because Lil Pump called the cops and said niggas yep. were trying to break into his house. That's fucking it right there. Like, why? first of all, there was nobody at your house anyway. So how hot, whatever strain of weed that you are dipping into Pine Sol and smoking, young man, you stop it right now, you dumb fuck. <laughs> You cannot do like one on one end. You want to be super black and it's Gucci Gang and my bitch love doing cocaine and whatever the fuck else. And you got tire, tigers and lions and bears and shit in your video and everything is lit and you're performing at all of the festivals and all these niggas are coming on stage with you and you get signed million dollar deals and all of this stuff and niggas are not only like supporting you, they are giving you their dollars, their cosigns and all of this and you will then turn around and show your white. <laughs> when it is convenient because as far as I'm concerned that nigga knew that somebody was going to come out and start to looking and doing whatever as soon as he said the word black like why did they have right. to be black why if you were like that spaced out that high or whatever what was it that made you say to them there are black people coming into my house when you were talking about the air like right. why how dare you make your money off of black art and then turn around and shit on black people and try to put us in harm's way? It just doesn't make any sense. When you anti-black, but you still realize that you can make money doing black shit and be accepted because you white and mediocre. And the worst part about this is that, first of all, it's funny because he ended up getting arrested and it's super like embarrassing on his own part. But a lot of like his peers won't pay any kind of, he'll still be fine, whatever. I think he's already out or whatever. And however far his career was already going to go, it'll still continue that way. Because most of his peers are straight black men that are just thankful to be rich and have his unlimited pussy. And so they're not really even thinking about this honestly which is why Offset's dumbass said queers and then it was like oh the queer just may not even fuck with you like I didn't know queers was probably had problems with queers I thought it was like them niggas don't have to think about shit so like Little Pump will be fine in like the grand scheme of things but I just personally wanted to point out a special fuck you to him and yes. the motherfuckers like him that will get on tracks with everybody and yes use black culture and art and black people to make money for yourself and then turn right back around on us like Post Malone talking about how the fuck he feels about hip hop as if we fucking care like just be <laughs> thankful that your ass is even in top 10 right. anything my nigga like you're honestly not that brilliant like being mediocre you should just be thankful that you even have a place in hip-hop to begin with and right. shut your ass up. That's how I personally feel. <laughs> Amen. But I guess niggas are gonna let you cook anyway. But that's it. Fuck Lil Pump. Fuck Robin. Fuck uh, Larry. Fuck MTA. <laughs> and that's it. We out. So. I think I think that's gonna wrap it up. Oh, or, I don't wanna leave. Okay. Yes, I do. I'm, I don't know why the fuck I said that. <laughs> Thank you all so much for coming out to the Apollo to help us celebrate our five-year anniversary. We appreciate you so much. We're so grateful for the five years and all of the support from each and every one of y'all has been amazing and tremendous. We're very grateful for your, you know, sticking with us and being ghetto and messy and black as fuck with us. We're, we're going. Thanks, y'all. Oh, oh, yeah, do we have an acronym? 
It can't be Wakanda. I already did forever. Wakanda forever, bitch. God damn. I just it. keep doing this just randomly all the time. The acronym this week can be F T N O T. No, I don't know it. Somebody said it. <laughs> Fuck them niggas over there. <laughs> <laughs> 